it's your kali what's up warning 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 you are about to listen to facts stories interviews gossip and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow this show will start 5 4 3 2 1 Hello, everybody. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. And we are currently broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, in Little Village. My name is Emmanuel. My name is Emilio. And we're going to be your awesome hosts for today's amazing show all about food. So would you like to tell them a little bit about what we have planned for them today? Yeah, we have interviews. Amazing interviews. We're going to have a few songs all about food. We're going to have an audio piece, hopefully. We're going to have some guests. It's going to be so delicious. So if you have not eaten breakfast, get ready to be stuffed. So we have amazing stuff here for you today. But to start kick off our show, we're going to play a song by Katy Perry called Bon Appetit. So Bon Appetit. Hello guys, we are back. Hopefully you enjoyed that amazing song. I know I fell in love when I first heard that song. That's one of Katy Perry's new songs. She also came out with Chain to the Rhythm earlier. And surprisingly, on the show yesterday, she came out with a music video. Emilio, have you seen that music video? Yeah, I, I adored the video. I, I, I liked it. It was really good. So just so you know, she came out with that music video. And now we will be talking about our favorite and not so favorite snacks and food. So... Um, Amelia, would you like to start? I would like to start that I love tacos. I think I've said tacos? that before. In a, like other in a show. show. But, uh, You've been listening to our season. Yes, but I just say I will. I love tacos. Like I will probably eat tacos on my lap when I work will get tired or something. If you were on an island stranded and you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would be tacos, but since tacos. it's in Iceland, I think there's some cocos, you know, <laughs> some water. Oh, my God. Well, cocos. And um, I think my favorite food or snack would probably be, I mean, obviously, I love Cheetos and Takis. Like, who don't love Cheetos and Takis? Yeah. Um, I could use Arizona, you know. That's good. Um, food, I think, oh, whenever I go to a restaurant, I always get the same exact thing. Thing. You could ask my parents when they're 94 years old. I don't care. They're going to say, I always get un torte de asada con todo menos frijoles y chile. That's what I always get. But actually, I do like chile on it. So I just ask chile on the side. But, but you don't like frijoles. I like frijoles, but not on my torta. Because it takes away the taste of the meat. I like my meat. And, well, that's our favorite food. What don't you like? Well, I, don't, I used to don't like uh, 
what's it called? Papaya, you know what is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually don't like papaya. Like, my mom always makes, like, fruta con, like, todo estas frutas, and, like, she adds papaya, and I'm like, mm, I'll pass. Like, <laughs> I don't like that. And vegetables, I think it's probably, like, a cliche, or, like, no kid likes vegetables. I'm not I am like vegetables. I'm not a big vegetable fan. Like, I'd eat it if it's, like, there. Like, I'd have no problem with it. It's just, like... If you give me a bag of Cheetos and some vegetables, I'd be like, yeah, I'm taking the Cheetos. Nah, like, I like, that's just vegetables. me. Like, vegetables, I think, is more important. Oh, and I also food. really dislike seafood. Like, seafood, I can't with seafood. Like, get that fish out of my face. <laughs> I think the only seafood I can handle is tuna. Yeah. Tuna is a fish. Tuna. I know, but, like, that's the only seafood I can handle. Because I have that corn and, well, whatever you put in it. And, well, that's our favorite foods that we like and dislike but why do you think a lot of kids prefer cheetos and junky food rather than like good stuff like vegetables and meals and stuff well maybe because the flavor of the flavor spicy things yeah they prefer like a quick snack and i think something that plays a big role in why they like that rather than this is um like the price because a lot of time kids would like rather go to the like corner store rather than like a supermarket and stuff because well it's cheaper and we have to face society that a lot of times cheaper food is the more junky food and like healthier foods like expensive like, food yeah they're more expensive like for example i remember i was in um i was like on a road trip or something and i was at a vending machine and i saw a bag of cheetos for like 20 like not 25 cents for like 50 cents and a granola bar for like a dollar 50 i was like what like that that's that's sad <laughs> that like the more expensive stuff is the more beneficial stuff so it seems like um they want to make us obese but you know and talking about our favorite foods and not so favorite foods um me and emilio made um made an a interview qu- it, we did interviews with the children here in the background of yellow collie our back crew you know a chill <laughs> And with the kids downstairs at the Boys and Girls Club, which is where we where we are talking right now, the Boys and Girls Club Little Village. So just listen to what the little children have to say. Hi, my name is Emilio. And today we're going to go interview the little yeah. kids the little monitos. downstairs and ask them what foods they prefer, this versus that. So <laughs> let's go. I'm scared already. I already hear them. We're walking on the stairs, you know. You guys didn't know. Hello. What's your name? Alma. And uh, do you prefer Cheetos or Takis? Cheetos. Interesting. What about juice or pop? Ooh, that's a difficult question. Uh, probably juice. Pizza or tacos? <gasps> How dare you? Um, tacos. Hey, hey, excuse me, sir. Walk, walk, walk. Uh, what's your What's your name? Alexander. Um, do you prefer Cheetos or Takis? Cheetos. Pie or flan? Flan. Wings or pizza? Wings. Thanks for the time. Hello, what's your name? Wendy. Interesting. Um, do you prefer Cheetos or Takis? Um, Cheetos. Do you like pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? No pineapple on pizza. Uh, soda or juice? Soda. Thanks for your time. We have our next victim. What's your name? Alejandro. Hello, Alejandro. Um, do you like Cheetos or Takis? Cheetos. Juice or pop? Juice. Thanks. 
Oh, we should interview that person sleeping. What's your name? Antonio. Do you like Cheetos or Takis? Takis. Do you like cake or flan? Cake. Uh, do you prefer paletas de agua or paletas de leche? De leche. Hello, can we ask you a few questions? No? Okay. Need a brave soul? Hello, can we ask you a few questions? What's your name? Valerie. Thank you. Um, do you prefer juice or soda? Juice. Do you like frozen yogurt or ice cream? Frozen yogurt. Um, do you like pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? No pineapple on pizza. Oh my God! Thank you. Okay, thanks. We had enough. Those were the little children. And we're done, so. Hey guys, it's Emilio. I'm here with Emmanuel. Hello. And we're gonna interview some of our friends right here at Jolo Cali. Crew in the background. Yeah, about food. Hello, what's your name? Zipporah. Hello, Zipporah. Do you prefer Cheetos or Takis? Cheetos. Do you prefer popsicles made with water or milk? Milk. Do you prefer flan or cake? Cake. Hello, what's your name? My name is Selena. Do you prefer soda or our juice? Soda. Do you prefer do you prefer frozen yogurt or ice cream? Ice cream. Do you prefer pizza or tacos? Uh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> Say an answer now. Well, if I said pizza, I would be like, um, you know, a normal teenager. But if I said, but like, I would be like, you know. Too long, thanks. <laughs> I would be going against my clothes. Do you prefer pineapple on pizza or no pineapple on pizza? Pineapple on pizza. Thanks for your time. Hello, sir. What's your name? Brian. Papichulo Cruz. Do you like Cheetos or Takis? I like Cheetos better. Do you like juice or soda? Soda. You prefer pineapple on pizza? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's your name? <clears throat> Hello, what's your name? Kiwi. Do you like Cheetos or Takis? Cheetos. Do you like frozen yogurt or, or ice cream? That's a hard choice. I like both. Can I, can I just say that? No, you can't see Wow. <laughs> My choices are being declined here. I would say I like frozen yogurt better. Do you prefer pineapple on pizza? Disgusting. Okay. Is, that, is that your answer? Disrespectful. 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 <laughs> Hello, can we ask you a few questions? Oh, hey, hi, guy. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Jaime. Okay. Do you like Cheetos or Takis? Uh, Takis. Do you um, like soda or juice? Juice. Do you prefer pineapple and pizza? Yes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That was Emmanuel and Emilio. And uh, we just finished asking our yellow students. You just ruined it. You need to shut up. Why do you sound like that? Who, me? Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to us. Remember to follow us on Yellow College. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening, and we just finished inter- interviewing little kids and the background crew at Yolo Kali Productions. <laughs> Don't forget to keep listening to What's Up. Hey guys, we are back. Hopefully you enjoyed that quick little um, interviews that we did, that we made. Um, what do you think, Emilio? What did you think about it? Yeah, that, it was a good experience. It was funny too. Funny. Cecilia, what did you think? <laughs> I'm still laughing. You just uh, ruined it. You need to shut up. That was funny. So now you know what our little, the generation coming <laughs> up feels about food and what our current generation. That likes. was me, by the way. Who yeah. He told that was shut Cecilia, up. our guest. <laughs> so queen, sorry. Queen. Sorry, Cecilia. <laughs> but um, that's kind of like the stereotypical kid. You know, they think that they always be eating like Cheetos and Takis and <laughs> juice and stuff. But what do you think like 
I don't know, like vegan kids eat or vegetarian kids eat? What do you think their parents have them eat? Uh, like, I mean, obviously they don't be eating like salads every day or something. Like, I don't know, maybe a bag maybe of carrots. Tofu, tofu. stuff. I've never had know. tofu. Never I don't know what stuff it tastes I've had like. It. So. I've had it. It's, what is I'm, it? I'm not a fan of it. Um, it's like, wait, what even? Like, I've had it. I just don't know. Like, oh, I, like, I thought you knew. <laughs> I was asking you, like, what's tofu? It's like Bro. some sort of uh, p- uh b- d- wait, I don't even know. Like a bean paste? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're giving you guys false information. <laughs> we do not know. But um, after talking about like what we like to eat, we have a special guest, Cecilia. Sorry, I forgot to introduce you, but hi, Cecilia. What's up? Um, she's here to talk a bit about GMOs and science food. So, Cecilia, want to tell us what you know? Yeah, so, um, uh, well, just to, like, go back to the tofu thing, um, it's bean curd. And it's, uh, yeah, it's used in soy milk and stuff like that, oh. um, just <laughs> to answer that. Um, but, um, so, uh, GMOs, you know, uh, nowadays we're being, like, fed all these like things that aren't even the legit things that we should be eating like um but to go like into like more detail um gmos are genetically modified organisms and uh they are used to process uh like foods and such as meats you know a chicken cow a lot of stuff yeah same when like farmers are like well not all farmers but like some factories like put chemicals and like vegetables for example like strawberries and stuff to make them look bigger juicier yeah Yeah, including like like with corn and and a lot of stuff and we see that um it's it's really concerning our environment because there's been like a lot of people who have been saying well um uh experts who have been arguing you know what if this is actually causing like us to like um what if this is affecting our health our health um because there's also hormones and all that stuff and they're like um, I was just talking with my English teacher the other day, and he knows a lot about this stuff. And he was telling me that uh, there was this um, theory that they had that like it also causes um, more of f- uh, facial hair and body hair for like um, women or stuff like that. And that's you know that's obviously not normal, and other issues, but especially with the environment because it's it's you know really affecting the ecosystems of farms, and uh, there's um, a lot of like uh cross contamination like cross pollination and um with like crops and there's also um like a lot of uh that gmo crops often use more pesticides than non-gmos mm. so there are also like things that we have to co- uh, be concerned about with safety is that uh, with human consumption it isn't like fully like you know like a hundred percent said that it's the best way to go about things so it's like you know by consuming gmos but when you're eating your food it's like not something that is like a hundred percent safe the uh like danger proof i guess you could Mm -hmm. say so you could have like there could be other like effects to it and um there are no mandatory human clinical trials for gmos according to uh the organic center and Thanks, organic scent. <laughs> and the FDA um, is demanding labels on all foods that contain GMOs because people should be informed. And there's a lot, also a lot of campaigns that are saying, you know, we have to inform people about what they're eating because it's not fair that we're just feeding them this without letting them know yeah. what could happen. 
And like I said before, since it's not, you know, like been like fully safety approved uh, when we eat and consume this, like um, there could always be like a different um, different um, effects when like like somebody could have them, such as like allergies. Like, you know, you don't know a lot of the times what you're allergic to until like you had what you were allergic to. You know, like, let's say if I'm allergic to shrimp. And I've never had shrimp in my life, and I finally have it, and I have, like, an allergy attack. Like, that's going to be really messed up, but that's how I'm going to know I'm allergic to it. And so the same thing with GMOs, you know, um, how am I going to know until, like, I have something that contains GMOs? And what if, like, the results could be, like, are, like, affecting, like, my health, or they could be fatal at the same time? You never know. And then... Like, when adding GMOs and stuff, to, it's also for, like, business purposes, I guess. Like, to make more money, stuff like that, right? Yeah, they're Raising the prices. They're, um... So, again, according to the Organic Center, there's uh, nine GMO crops on the market today. There's corn, soybean, cotton, sugar beets, alfalfa, canola, Hawaiian papaya, <laughs> yellow quicknick, squash, Oh, Amelia and was talking about how we don't like papaya. You but... don't like papaya? No. That's good. <laughs> What is it? Whack? Well, <laughs> thanks a lot, Cecilia, for teaching us about GMOs, teaching the public, letting us know all the necessary information. Yep. Oh, and if you guys are, like, into, like, not having GMOs, France is, like, a big, big um, supporter of non-GMOs because their food mm-hmm. is fresh and stuff. And I also read fresh. a documentary on that. And, yeah, they still use their – they still want their – to feed their kids kids in schools to like have like food without gmos yeah so fun fact right there and yeah i'll leave you guys to it well thanks cecilia you really helped us and now we will be having a quick song break and come back to you with more fun delicious food everybody we are back and don't forget that you are listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio we are currently broadcasting live from Studio Y Yolo Kali and Little Village my name is Emmanuel and my name is Emilio and we are your awesome hosts for today's amazing show so we've already talked about a lot of cool things but um would you like to tell them what song that was yeah that was Los Tres and the name of the song was Restaurant yeah that was a song and um hopefully you enjoyed it but now um we're i'm gonna interview Emilio, which is our um other host with me today <laughs> um and i'm gonna ask him a few questions about kimski which is well would you like to talk about kimski oh uh, yeah kimski is a restaurant a restaurant where is the restaurant um where is it where is it uh, it's by bridgeport 
I don't know like the exact location, but it's by Bridgeport. Oh, and what kind of restaurant is it? Or is it a restaurant? Yeah, it's a restaurant. It's um, a restaurant that has like fusion food between uh, Korean food and Polish food. Polish. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so what did what did you eat? Well, basically, it's a story. Like I was with my dad, and my grandfather was here. So my dad said, "Hey, let's go to this restaurant." You know, it's like totally different from the food in Mexico. And my grandfather was like, yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. So we went there. There was a lot of people. So it means that the place, it was very... It was good. It was good. So my grandfather didn't know any idea what was like the fusion food. So I would like explain him. It was Korean and Polish. And he said, okay, let's try it. So we tried it. And he said, oh, wait, the, the meat is pretty good. And then the... Um, What they put in the meat was like mashed potato, but with some kind of sausage, mm. which it was kind of because the sausage was the sausage was from Korea and then the meat is from Poland, so it was mm. how is that like mixed? Yeah, and, and he said that he is a it, fusion. So. <laughs> and so what did what what did you eat? I ate, like uh, that. I ate, um, Polish sausage, and then there was another one that was not sausage, but it was like meat. And like a hot dog with another type of sausages from mm. Korea. So how is that restaurant or how is Kimski different from any other kind of like restaurant or fusion food that you've had before? Well, yeah, yes, just mixed food. Like it goes from the sausage, like different normal, flavors. Yeah, until the like solid, which yeah. is pretty different. And so, well, you just talked about how it's different. Do you think like? Other kids our age would be willing to try it, and like, what do you think they would like about it? Well, I don't know, cause when I went to the place, there was a lot of white people and people from like it's old already, and they like to try different stuff. Mm -hmm. And for me, I did like the place and the food, but so you're probably like the youngest person there. <laughs> yeah, cause all of the people were like old, oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe if the people of our age like. Mix food, they will probably go. So what? Try. What like what about the food? Do you think that they'll like? Yeah, they probably will like the meat. You yeah, because like flavor. I said earlier, I love me some meat. I'm a veg. I'm not a vegetarian. I'm a <laughs> carnivore actually. You're a T-Rex. Yeah, I am a T-Rex. Love me some meat. So, is that all? Did you what? Do you give it a rate from one to ten? Well, I'll give you like a nine, nine. out of ten. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. Who paid? Uh, not me. Not you. <laughs> Then who paid? Uh, maybe. You guys run for it? Make a run? Nah, we just paid like, oh, here it is. Thank you. And then Vaminos. <laughs> you guys left. Well, that was Amelia's experience on eating Kimski. Hopefully you enjoyed. And we'll be back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Ooh, I want a sip of that. What's up? Hello, everybody. We are back. Don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. And um, we have a very special interview made by Emilio. Me. <laughs> And would you like to introduce this interview before you play it? Yeah, I interviewed this chef from Sobre Mesa, another restaurant. And he's half Puerto Rican and half Argentine. Whoa. Yeah, no, whoa. And, uh, he's a fusion himself. He's a fusion to himself, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Does he make fusion food? Uh, you you are about to find out in oh. this next interview that Whoa. I had with him. He was a nice person, so let's hear it. Enjoy. Hey, 
Well, hello, my name is Emilio, and I'm here with Chef Moya. And one of my questions is, um, what was your favorite food when you were a kid? When I was a kid, one of my favorite foods was eggs. Uh, that's kind of like the first thing I started cooking. It was like you wake up on the weekends and your mom would let you loose in the kitchen, so you start making omelets. And I would put like hot dogs in it and American cheese and whatever you think it's creative and your little kid's like, oh, I can put peppers in it and hot dogs and whatever I could find. And ever since then, I have a really big affinity for eggs. Eggs are like my death row meal. It's like, you're gonna go to death, you're gonna die, eggs. So your originals are from Puerto Rico and Argentina, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what food do you prefer, like from Argentine food or Puerto Rican food? It's a hard one. Um, I would say more Puerto Rican food. Um, my mom was a day-to-day cook. She was like the, the weekday warrior. So a lot of the food that we ate in the house and the, during the week was like the basics of like Puerto Rican rice and beans, like braised chicken, that type of stuff. The Puerto Rican side really took much more effect on me growing up. So. I, lo- I have an affinity for Argentinian food because it's part of my heritage, but I would say Puerto Rican food has, like, the edge <laughs> on that one. When you were young, what were uh, of the normal place that your family used to eat? Like you said, your mom, since she... Yeah, my mom used to cook at home, and then, interestingly enough, my grandfather, when we went out with him, we would always go to an Argentinian restaurant. So that was, like, the other aspect of it was, like, eating, like, Argentinians eat, like, beef and... Some, they have an Italian heritage too. A lot of Italians in Argentina, so we eat, eat beef and like pasta dishes. So it was that other side of it. Like those were the type of places that we would go out to eat, like Argentinian places, Italian places. And then on a day-to-day basis at home, it was more like the Puerto Rican food that you eat every day, like rice and beans and you know avocado salad with tomato and stuff like that. And a lot of boiled root vegetables. <laughs> I knew that you would travel a lot, like from your origins, from Argentina and all that. Um, when do you visit more South America? I've actually only been to, I've been to Peru twice, actually three times, and then I've been to Venezuela. Um, I've never actually been to Argentina, the homeland. My dad actually left when he was 10 and didn't actually go back till he was 57 so he didn't go back to 47 for after 47 he's kind of more puerto rican than argentinian now but south america i've been to peru and it's it's very eye-opening because it's you see a whole new spectrum of food when you go down there than what you're used to here it's different when you see it from a restaurant perspective like you go to a restaurant and you experience like oh i go to a peruvian restaurant and they have ceviche and they have this and they have that but when you see it and you see the food culture down there it's very different It's much more vibrant, it's much, there's much more to it than when you see it in a restaurant. When you see it in the markets, when you see it in the agriculture, when you go to farms, when you go out and go visit, for example, the markets we're used to seeing in the States, you guys, when you guys buy food, you go where? You go to the supermarket. How many, have you guys ever been to the Green City Market, the farmer's market? You have. So think about a farmer's market every day multiplied by six so a lot of small stalls with like very fresh product products but this is the day-to-day over there 
like fish straight from the sea, like lots of vegetables, like everybody's selling these things. And it's what you see in farmer's markets here, which is a little bit dressed up on a much less dressed up, but much bigger scale. And it gives you a different appreciation for the cuisine, the culture, and how food plays a part, plays a much different part in people's lives in South America and Central America and in the Caribbean than it does here. Here, it's it plays a cultural part, but it's very different. I mean, unless you come from a Latin American background where, you know, where you're more exposed to, like, your mom making huge meals than the idea of, like, where do you boil? My mom just reheated something in the microwave. Over there, it's like a day-to-day, and it's always around you. There's markets, there's people selling stuff on the streets. There, it's much more visual. Here, you almost have to go to a place to see it. You have to go to the supermarket to see the product. You don't talk to the farmer. You don't talk to the, to the fishermen. You don't talk directly to the people that bring those things that you eat every day. And then there's a big difference between that, how we perceive food here and how we perceive food down there. The chain is smaller down there than it is here. Here, the chain is much bigger. From the moment it goes from the ground to your table, there's probably 15, 20,000 hands in between. Over there, it's like four, because it's straight from the land, and that farmer takes it to that big market, and he sells it over there. So it's very interesting to see it that way. There's very little, I think there's, it's getting better, but there's not that culture of food here yet. So it's interesting to see it. Okay, uh, so one of my other questions was, being a chef, what are some plates that maybe feel like are more oriented to young people? It depends. I mean, I'm when I was younger, I ate a lot of junk food too, and then you start growing and you start cooking more and you start developing a different idea of what you want to eat. But these days with the young people, I don't know. What do you guys eat? <laughs> what do you like to eat? <laughs> and we, I feel like we really, as chefs, that's part of our responsibility is to not just feed you, but help educate, especially young people in that, okay, vegetables and food that you don't get at fast food and junk food. Apart from that stuff, food can be very tasty too. Like vegetables are tasty if you just put a little bit more effort into it and a little bit more attention, you can have really tasty things that come from like the farmer's market and vegetables and stuff that you cook at home. Junk food can be a very easy way out. It's like, oh, I just need a snack, so I'm gonna eat a bag of chips. But how many times do you eat a bag of chips and half an hour later, you're hungry again all the time? Because there's no nutritional value in what you're eating you're eating basically mass, it's overproduced. You're not really putting anything in your body that your body really actually wants or needs. It's just basically there to fill you up. But it also is a craving. You wanna, sometimes we crave salty stuff and sweet stuff and sour stuff and bitter stuff. So it depends. Be interesting to see how our profession as chefs and cooks can help drive young people towards eating better, healthier foods than the junk food. But there's a lot of things that add up to that, like 
economical differences in terms of like, okay, if you go to the north side, there's more availability of, of like supermarkets and health food stores. The more you move, especially in Chicago, you move to the south and the west, and then you start seeing like, where are the Whole Foods? Where are the supermarkets? Where are the places where I can get healthy stuff to eat? So there's less. So it's also a balance between bringing those things to the people who really need it the most and us seeking it out and our as chefs trying to bring that to the attention of people like, hey, there's more to eat than these things that you're eating on a day-to-day -day basis that are not really good for you. Since you're a chef, what kind of food do you prepare? Is it like fusion or how it is? I mean, I, we when we were doing dinners, it was more... I was very inspired by going to the green to the farmers market. I had when I moved to Chicago, I had kind of like a very eye-opening experience in the sense of like I came from a very traditional restaurant background where you order everything and it comes to the restaurant and then you prepare it and it's easier to get. And then when I moved here, I wanted to do Latin flavors because I was Puerto Rican, but I was influenced by my friends who are also Colombian, who are per Peruvian or Mexican and bringing those flavors together but respecting tradition but also wanting it to do with more actually vegetables we basically serve mostly vegetables and no proteins because I wanted to be challenged by the idea of working with things that needed a little bit more thinking that you it's easy to put like a piece of chicken on a plate and a vegetable and starch and like ha huh, here you go It's a little harder to think about like, okay, I have three vegetables. How do I make this work? How do I make you think, oh my God, this is delicious. I want to eat more of it. And searching that challenge, but searching it with a Latin mindset of like, these are the influence that I had as a Puerto Rican, as an Argentinian. These are the things that I have that influence from my friends as Peruvian food, from Mexican food, living in Pilsen. All that surrounds me in Pilsen is like Mexican food. So you take that in too and like add it to your food because you want it you you taste new things and you're like this is really good i want to see if how, how do i make this into what i'm doing right now and you add that to your repertoire and then you grow and you grow it takes time so we tell young cooks it's like you're not going to be a chef in two days it just takes a lot of time <laughs> to develop like the ideas that you have and how to combine the flavors and how to balance the flavors and how to bring all that stuff together. How would you describe your style of like cook or do the Latin, food? <laughs> Latin flavors with a little bit more of, I don't know. We do Latin food with source, uh, source responsibly and sustainably. How would you invite the teams to taste different kinds of food? by making it more approachable. Sometimes it's, you, but to make it more approachable, it has to relate to you, to teams. How do I make, it's about thinking about how do I make the food that you would relate to in terms of like, if I have to relate to junk food, how do I make the things that I know how to make relatable to what you want to eat? So if you eat junk food, then I have to think of a way of making what I would make kind of like junk food, but not junk food. <laughs> In the same way as like trying to inspire you guys to be more, think more about what you're eating and what you're 
taking and like how to eat it and how to prepare it or, or inspiring you to cook too not to necessarily be a chef but to go home and like okay instead of going to mcdonald's i can go home and make something that's not too difficult to make but it's going to be better than going out there and eating junk food or or fast food or stuff like that Hi guys, we're back. You are listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo County in Little Village. My name is Emilio. My name is Emanuel. We are still your amazing, fantastic, wonderful, thrilling hosts for today's amazing, mouth-quenching, slobbering, juicy food show. Hopefully you're enjoying what we have so far. Emilio, do you want to talk like really fast about your um, interview that you did with Chef Moya? Honestly, yeah, think? Um, the interview was really nice. He's a very nice person. He contributed with the interview very nice. And you were there too, right? I, I was. I was in the background. Mm. didn't hear me though. I was like a ninja. <laughs> like a ninja. Uh, get it, Fruit Ninja? Slicing watermelons food? <laughs> well, anyways, now we're going to have two very special guests. We have one with us today. Hello, special guest. Hello. And um, would you like to say your name? My name is Marie. Hello, Marie. Yeah. And um, today we have you here today to talk about any special foods that you like. It could be normal foods, fusion foods, and anything special, like any dishes from any other like countries or cultures. Well, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really oh. consider it. Uh, I wouldn't really consider it normal food. Because, like, some people have this, like, weird mixture of foods that they like to, to eat. Like, how they eat, like, ramen with ketchup, some something among those lines. Well, there is this one food that I do like to eat. It's uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And please, I'm not trying to offend anybody with, like, Cheetos in the middle. Oh, and Cheetos in the middle? I already, I already that's heard That's interesting. That's, like, that's a fusion in itself. Yeah. Wow, we have so many fusions today. Yeah, um, I know like some people think it's weird, but it's actually it's not weird until you try it, and it's actually pretty good. Cause when I first tried, it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be so disgusted, I'm not gonna be able to eat this again. But it's like I actually really liked it. it. Mm. So yeah, That's the good. cheesiness and then the sourness and then the oh cheese Cheetos are like flaming hot. Cheetos. Oh no, cheese mm. Cheetos. I, cheese Cheetos. I was yeah. like, That's kind of spicy. Don't <laughs> yeah. burn you. Well, that's interesting. And do you like any like food from any other like cultures? Like, um, I do like I do like Chinese food and then Japanese food. Uh, my one of my favorite dishes from uh, Japanese culture was sesame seed chicken, mm-hmm. and that's actually pretty good. But some places just don't do it right. There's this one place that does it absolutely amazing, which had closed down, and now I can't eat the same anymore. It's very sad. And then Chinese is uh. Obviously, the very signature orange chicken. Mm. So, yeah. And where can we try some of this food? Do they just, like, have it at any Chinese restaurant? Yeah, pretty much. Well, thanks, Marie, for this amazing interview. And, yeah. So, now we're going to have our next special guest. Um, Would you like to say your name? Hello, special guest. Zipporah. Hello, Zipporah. And um, do you have any food that you like from any other cultures, any fusion foods anywhere? 
Um, well, number one, I think I am a very adventurous eater. Like, I'm not scared of being disgusted by food at all. I will take the risk. <laughs> but um, I am from Nigeria, so that mm-hmm. is, you know, cultural food that I can very much connect with. Is there any, like, special dishes over there that you like to eat? Um, you know, I was actually talking to you, I think, about this, and there are actually a lot of similarities with um, Nigerian food and Mexican food, such as plantain. You know, Nigerians eat a lot of plantain mm-hmm. and rice and beans together. But, um, yeah, you know, we have jollof rice, which is rice, but um, it's prepared with a sauce and you mix it together. So it's already like, it's kind of like seasoned rice. Mm-hmm. Or we have stew which you put on top of white rice and um we have tuo you know it's a lot of that um that's a very popular nigerian dish you can um you can grind up yam and you know after that's grounded up mix it with water with boiling water and it will form kind of um a dough it has a doughy consistency Mm -hmm. and then a popular soup to eat with that is with pumpkin seeds you know you ground up the pumpkin seeds and you add it with some sauce you know you can have some spinach with that you mix it up you know make a delicious soup but there's um, a lot of different foods (laughs) we need to have a show cooking with zippy yes that would be amazing that's a lot lot of you know a lot about food and um, other than, like, um, food where you're from, do you, like, eat anything else? Um, you know, my, my dad's best friend is actually Jamaican, and he just opened his new restaurant, and my dad is always over there, and we always go there, so um, that's amazing. You know, we get jerk chicken for free all the time. His place is amazing. So, yeah, Jamaican food. I love Jamaican food. Um, but I love Mexican food, too, you know, when I go over to your house, actually and your mother is such an amazing cook such an <laughs> amazing you. cook oh my god to my mama yes <laughs> but yeah um i am an adventurous eater so you know cultures from all over i'm very open to try new foods mm. thanks um it's a i have a question mm-hmm. is it like jamaican food the same thing as the nigerian food or is it like different no um i i would say that um, Mexican food is more similar to Nigerian food than Jamaican food. Like, it's it's actually really different, Jamaican food and Nigerian food. Mm-hmm. Like, you would have a totally different experience if you went to a Jamaican restaurant and if you went to a Nigerian restaurant. And do so is there any, like, popular Nigerian restaurants in Chicago? Um, you can actually find a lot of Nigerian restaurants in Uptown. You know, yeah. there's Inyanze. They're really good with catering. And are they, like, super, like, um... Do you think it's, like, the same experience as if you were to eat at Ni- in Nigeria? Or it's, like, totally different? Like- it's totally different. Um, the last time that I've been to Nigeria is in 2009. Um, hopefully so I go sad. again soon. I know it's been so long. But, um, yeah, it's definitely... Um, different because I feel like a lot of Nigerian restaurants here it's very modern you know it's like going to um, you know a cafe or something you know it really has that modern feel but then you have the traditional food yeah like you need the atmosphere yeah but when you go to Nigeria it's like you know the atmosphere and the food and the people around you which makes the whole experience so much different than going to a restaurant well thanks so much thank you for having both of our special guests Zipporah and Marie, thanks so much to both of you. Yeah, you're welcome. And 
And now we will have a quick song break. Would you like to introduce the song? Yeah, the song is called El Tamalero by Oscar Padilla. And I guess you enjoyed you like it. Hopefully you like it. Sibala Rifa! Hey guys, we're back. Don't forget that you're listening to What's Up, and today is our amazing food show. So hopefully you've been listening to all the amazing interviews and guests that we've had, everything we've talked about. And um, hopefully you did enjoy that last song that we were talking about that, well, you heard, and it was, well, a lot of different stuff in that song. So <laughs> if you understood it, hopefully you heard all the different foods. And now we will be introducing another interview by Emilio. Yeah, it's... I have a lot of interviews, and I just need to <laughs> educate. Um, yeah, this other interview that's with the El Cardenal, the Aztlan. He's also a nice guy. He he actually has his own show on Lumpen. Yeah. So that's a little shout out. And do you want to talk a little bit about that interview, or? Uh, I think just, we just save it for when you hear it. Yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoy. So one of my first question is. Uh, so the tamale spaceship is a vehicle that I was I told my army to build. I needed a vehicle to go out in the space and find the best tamales in the universe. So the tamale spaceship is a space truck. It's a spaceship that it was built to go and explore and, and find the best tamales in the, in the universe, representing me and the Planeta Estridenturno. Uh, so, why tamales? Tamales, because it is uh, one of like, the best examples of traditional, ancient, pre-Hispanic food. In this case, the tamales was a delicious dish made by the Mexicas, cooked by the Aztecs, with the idea that they could last hot for a long period of time. So the nomadistic aspect of their lives pushed them to be constantly in motion, traveling to a lot of places. For, so for them, the best uh, food item they have that it could be transported for, uh, for long distances without uh, getting cold was the, the tamales. So in the, in the representation of the 21st century, the tamales was for El Cardenal the best, the best way to present something that it was authentic pre-Hispanic from the Aztec, but also they could travel being hot and according to the rules, to the law here in Chicago for the food trucks, back in the day when the food truck 
uh, licenses were given, it allowed, it didn't let the food trucks to cook inside of the, of the trucks. So that's why El Cardenal chose tamales because in that way we didn't have to cook the tamales inside the food truck. They were already ready to go from the, from the commercial kitchen. Um, what's one of your weirdest tamale you ever eat? Probably from the tamale spaceship because the tamale spaceship offered non-traditional tamales, most likely gourmet tamales. So, you know, your traditional tamales will be green, verde, uh, red, rojo, and sweet, uh, dulce. Everywhere you go here in Chicago, if you go to La Villita or Pilsen, you will find those tamales. If you go to Mexico City or if you go to Toluca or any other town, basically it will be the same. The tamale spaceship wanted to bring the tamales to another level in a way that the tamales could be paired with, uh, with wine. In this case... The mole, one of like the most traditional sauces in Mexico, it is the perfect sauce or any, any dishes made with mole, they are like the perfect dishes to be paired with mole because a mole sauce has too many ingredients, spices and chiles and nuts that it could give you like the perfect pairing for wine. So one of like, one of the, the definitely the tamal de, uh, de carne de res con mole negro de Oaxaca was one of like the, has been one of like the weirdest uh, tamales that I ever tasted. And the last question will be, where does Cardenal come from? Bueno, el Cardenal de Aztlán, I am a deity, soy una deidad. Yo vengo del planeta estridenturno, planeta habitado por los estridentistas. I came from estridenturno, an a stridentist planet where stridentist artists live. Um, with the time I flew and I traveled through the space and universe, And I landed in Chicago first because the Tamale spaceship brought me here. Then I decided to stay. And I decided to make Bridgeport my hometown. Why? Because El Cardenal represents one of the most, one of the oldest pro professional sports franchises in history that somehow has been forgotten that it comes from here. El Cardenal honors the Chicago Cardinals, a team that with the time moved from Chicago in the late 1950s to St. Louis, and then in the 1980s, they moved to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. But back in the day, the, just as in baseball, the Chicago Cubs represented the north side and the Chicago White Sox re represented the south side. It was the same with football. The north side was represented by the Chicago Bears 
who used to play at Wrigley Field. The Chicago Cardinals were the team that represented the South Side, and they, they used to play at Comiskey Park. So El Cardenal de Aztlán honors the Aztec culture, but also honors the Chicago Cardinals, one of like the oldest team in professional football. Oh, that what's up tastes so sweet. Hello, everybody. We are back. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview that Emilio made with... El, El Cardenal de Aztlán. Uh, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> I don't know. And just so you know, he actually has his own show on Lumpin Radio. If you guys want to go hear it, it's um Monday nights at midnight. Well, it's like Monday midnight goes to Tuesday for an hour. And he talks all about deportes and storytelling. So deportes. in case you want to go listen to him, I know Emilio likes him some soccer. But um, yeah. And also on our social media, we have a picture of him and, um, well... He's talking to one of his biggest fans, Brian, who is the background crew. So if you guys want to go check some of those pictures Yo. out, it's on um, our social media, Instagram. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I was about to say Snapchat. <laughs> Not yet. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. SoundCloud. We also have an iTunes now, guys. Go. Yeah. Go Ooh. check us out. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that. And now we will be talking all about popular food trends. So... We already talked about the food that we like and don't like. But what about foods that people like are like, you know, people try to make them all Tumblr and stuff uh, yeah, yeah. and like would be taking pictures on social media like that. Like, what do you think about like, I guess, like YouTube stars or Instagram stars that would like take pictures of their food and like, like, what do you think about that? Well, I have my family. Well, not my, well, yeah, my family, my dad's sister's. She takes a lot of pictures of her food. Because since my grandma like knows how to cook well, mm-hmm. she's always like, hey, look what yeah. my mom cooked. It's very nice. And, and she takes she the picture and then posts it on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> my mom used to do that too, but not Three anymore. Three steps. Prepare food, look at food, take picture. Exactly. Um, You're missing the most important part, eating the food. But mm-hmm. you know. I mean... It's not that I don't like it. It's just, I don't know. Like, I know my brother, his Instagram, his first ever two pictures was one of a torta and then one of some tacos. <laughs> like, um, I mean, shout out to my brother, you know, but like. Whatever. Mario. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about, um, well, other food trends are like, lately people have been doing unicorn everything. Oh, like, yes. I think the most popular one is the Starbucks unicorn Frappuccino? I don't know what it is. Have you tried it? Nah, I, I couldn't because it was already like sold, sold out. out. Yeah, I, I and I also like saw. I don't know where I saw it. Maybe um, Buzzfeed or something. But they were saying like, um, or maybe on um, the radio, I heard that um, people um, people that work at Starbucks are like the yeah the people that work there. They're like, oh oh my god, like I hope people don't ask me to make another one because like oh, yes. they like they really dislike like having to make it and like it's a long process. So like people would like make stories up and say, oh yeah, like um we're sold out or whatever, but really they're not like. And also, I also heard that um some like I don't even know if it's Little Village. It's probably even not, but I heard that like there's this one place I don't even know where. But they're making like unicorn elotes where wow. they like do the like elote and like <laughs> mix. I don't know what it is, like food dye or something. 
Do you like that? Or do you think that's like being rude to tradition? I don't even know. I mean, that's I mean, disrespectful. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's disrespectful. I think, well, maybe for looks or something. So it could like be trendy or something. Yeah, and another trend that we have is people like are like lately people have been doing like putting avocados and stuff like i know there's this place in new york that like it's like a little shack where they do make avocado everything like they make avocado smoothies and <sighs> like they put toast on avocado and there's like this like burger sandwich thing where they like grab a whole entire um half of an avocado and like use it as like i guess like a bun or a bread and like put meat in the inside and cheese or stuff and like you eat the whole avocado like that's a lot of avocado that, but that would be like great i i like avocado so avocado yeah avocado avocado, avocado. basically this moody avocado or avocado yeah it's avocate. avocate <laughs> well and another trend is that companies have been like you know like there's always been like you know popular candy companies oh, now yeah. i guess they're like doing things that they haven't always Imagine been doing that. like they've been trying to do other stuff like let's say there's a candy company like that purchases avocado popsicles no they there's there is no such thing as avocado popsicles oh like, that would be cool i'm giving an example the other day i saw like oreo you know like they're they're like the traditional cookie or whatever they've been making oreo Avoca chocolate avocado? bars no not avocado oreos oh, okay that's disgusting <laughs> they've been making no i mean i don't know you do your fusions but um like pe people have been making oreo chocolate bars i, I mean the company has i mean chocolate with oreo it's already i mean it is a chocolate but i guess it's like a cookies and cream kind of bar and like i don't know like i feel like companies that like haven't been that are like super big they're kind of like losing business or, or like ideas gaining less popularity so they like do other stuff same as like all of these candies like reese's pieces and hershey's and all these other candies are making like the bags of like blah 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 pieces where they make like little like m&m or skittles shaped like versions of them like that's another way like they make business like they just sell it however they can yeah there it is but that. um now um other than food trends we're gonna talk about like movies or tv shows that people use like food in so i don't think this is like tv this is more like social media but i know that lately um like those like food recipe channels on like youtube are like whatever they like it's like 30 seconds and they teach you how to make this one thing i know that's been like blowing up lately like i haven't seen it i'm, I'm pretty sure like last year i didn't see it like do you know what i'm talking about like on facebook or on instagram you would see like a video of like just like these hands on like a table and like they just like quickly show you how to make these food yeah do you know what i'm talking about or do you, yeah, yeah, are you disagreeing yeah i always watch that on facebook like i'm screwing down on seeing the facebook and then there's a video of that person. yeah like someone just like making one and I mean, there's some pretty good ones, but then there's also ones that like, oh, I want to make it, and it probably turns out looking like walk uh, uh, uh. flock or something. Like, it don't look good. Yeah. But um, and do you know any movies or TV shows that have food in have them? You, well, there's this movie called Sausage Party, but I never watched it because I was like, mm. oh. well, it's rated R, but yeah, I, I've seen Sausage Party, and it's just a little a little recap on what it's about. It's like this movie about like this these like hot dogs and these buns that like so all the food in this giant supermarket want to know what like the outside world is and they think of the human beings as like their gods and stuff so it's just a, a really crazy movie it's, it's crazy yeah. and another movie is ratatouille i mean it, uh, it talks yeah. about food i mean like you know well it basically talks about 
the a little rat. But it's a rat or a mouse. It's a rat. It's a rat. It's like blue or something. It's blue. It's and then gray. like all these cooking shows, like I know that like I used to think that the only cooking show was like you know like Gordon Ramsay, like whatever cooking shows he would do. Or Chef Master. Yeah, like but there they there's a lot of cooking shows actually. Like someone like how to like make cakes or who can make the better cupcakes or. Oh yeah, those I, are. Great I know shows. a show that I do like is a world's. I think it's like worst cooks or something. Probably That's funny. Like they don't know how to cook for anything. Like they can't even like make some eggs, like Chef Moya or something. Like, like it's it's sad. sad but um, um, talking about movies and TV shows, like from un from like Asia, I I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Guadatama, I believe that's how you say it. Sorry, Guadatama, something like that. It's like, it's like egg, this right? little cartoon of like this little yellow egg. Well, yeah. it's like the uh, the egg, the inside of the egg. Yeah, the, and like it just like is rolling. Or like I'm wearing a bracelet of it right now. See Emilio? Yeah, I like see. um, it's I don't I haven't I haven't ever seen that show. So but I just bought that it because oh, like show that. movie. Cool. I don't know what it is. No, it was a gift. Oh. But um. Like, yeah, that's like a cartoon that they have in, uh, I think it's Asia, yeah. And also, another show is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's on Adult style. Swim. I don't know what it is, but I know I've seen like trailers of it. It's like these french fries and these hot dogs and these milkshakes. And they're like battling, doing crazy stuff. I don't know. But all I know is that it's an Adult Swim and it's probably like adult content. Oh, there's right another. And Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, that's that, That's show. another show all about stuff, all about that kind of stuff. And I think it's funny how, um, I mean, they, like, make movies and TV shows personifying food. Or, like, you know, they give them, like, human traits or human qualities. I I mean, it's, like, a cool idea, I guess. And, like, it's also another way to make business because not you don't just make the, um, the like, the movie. You can also make, like, toy versions of that food. Or you can make the actual physical food, which is another, like, business yeah, thing that you can do. Yeah, art with food. Yeah, and um, also video games. Like, there's that game Dinner Dash. I know that a lot of people are, like, addicted to that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? It's, like, that game where, like, you're, like, working, like, a grill or something, and, like, you, like, have to make all the burgers and the, oh, and the hot dogs yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And also Candy Crush. That oh, was the, another big game. 2014, where everyone was, like, mm-hmm. addicted like, to, the, to yeah, that game. To crushing the candy. I've, I, I, I never played it. Well, I have played it, but, like, I never had it on me. Yeah, I played a couple of times. It was kind of addicting. Addicting? But they're like, put more games kind of like that. Like, they don't yeah. use only candy. They use like another sort of like vegetables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, because I, like they do make like Easter egg editions or something like yes. that. Yes. And talking about food trends, does anybody, um, well, if you know any food trends, hopefully you can go on lumpinradio.com and go to the chat box on the bottom right of you. Of the of lumpinradio.com and chat with us a little bit, you know, talk to us before our show ends. But I know that a very popular trend this Thanksgiving can. Do you know what I'm talking about, Emilio? Yeah. Maybe we should just play a clip um. of what that trend was over Thanksgiving. I 
beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, beans, greens, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, beans, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys. You name it. You name it. You name it. You name it. Oh, yeah, so. no, you you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> you uh, can't do that. Sorry. But I do know that that was a very popular song over this Thanksgiving. And funny story, my brother, we went to, um, on vacation over the winter. We went to like a buffet somewhere, and it was around like the holiday season. So like it was past Thanksgiving, but you know it was like around Thanksgiving. So it was in the wake and of Thanksgiving. No, no. Um, <laughs> it was like around Christmas, but oh. like he thought it would be funny to like go and get every single thing that they mentioned on that song: greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ham, chicken, you name it. Like whatever. <laughs> and he came back, and I was like, Boy. like he always has that little smirk on his face when I know he did something. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, did you really just go get all of that? You know how many people are dying and starving in the world. And you have the nerve to get all that? I mean, obviously, he meant it as a joke, but, like, no. Not funny. You, you were like, boy. Boy, exactly. And that became popular, like, November. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if maybe it October. It was by November. It was, like, like October, because it was, like, a month before this Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it was a cool song, bro. Like, Loki, I cool. just want to dance right now. now. I don't know if you've seen these guys called Dan, and I don't know what's the other guy, but they do, like... This video where they were like on a supermarket and they were dancing. I was like, this is funny. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of another trend. Like those videos where they would be at a supermarket and something. And that guy would be like, oh, he's stealing. Be like, oh, he's stealing. Yeah. yeah, baby, we lie, baby. What? No. <laughs> but that was like one popular song about food. And another song, I don't know if you've heard it, but you know, get like. Go on the chat box, say, oh, yeah, I love that song, if you heard it. We'll yeah. play a quick clip. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis. I can't get enough of these Hot Cheetos and Takis. Got my fingers staying red, and I can't I get them off. You can catch me in my coat. Hello guys, we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that <laughs> quick little clip. And that was yeah. actually like three years ago. I don't know who made it. I think it's called like 
yo rich kid something like that yeah it's but, a little kid yeah it's these little like kids and that was only like a minute of it i think it's like four minutes <gasps> and it's like five different kids are like <laughs> all singing like each of them gets like their own spotlight or like hey, you know like time to rap yeah they'd be like these rappers now yeah little rappers and like uh, i'm surprised that they could have rapped that long about cheetos and takis like i'm impressed and they also had vivo film it for them so it was oh. like oh. i think like probably a bigger artist wrote it for them like i don't think they could have wrote that <laughs> themselves. Yaddy? What? Uh, no but hopefully you enjoyed this amazing episode of the f- of um what's up all about food so sad that we have to finally say goodbye but hopefully you learned a lot about different fusion foods and gmos we had some interviews some gossip some popular trends hopefully next time you bite into a burger or something you're like mm, yolo kali mm. but hopefully we um made you stuffed you're not hungry anymore you will you can survive the zombie apocalypse without eating and we have to finally say our goodbyes yeah you want to give a shout out to yeah we want to give shout outs to our mothers happy mother's day to happy every mother's mother day. that's listening i just want to say hi to my mom because i think she listened to me she just texted me and said hey say hi to me i'm like oh okay shout out to my mama shout she's out right there shout, yeah right there hey. hi she's not looking at me <laughs> but um, shout out to our parents who raised us Shout out to the crew in the background that yes. makes every single show possible because just so you know, without yeah. them, this wouldn't be possible. Make the dream work. Shout out to Stephanie. Yeah, what up? Say hi, and Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Shout out to Logan. Logan. Thanks, Logan. Our amazing director. Yeah. Our number one that, fan. Man. You know, he's like, oh my God, it's your local lady, lady, lady. No, shout out to them. Shout out. Shout out to everyone. Give them free shout outs. And yeah. don't forget to follow us on our social medias like Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, all that good stuff at Yolo Kali. So, and don't forget to listen to next hour where we have music jams. So stay tuned and we have to say goodbye. So sad. But this last song is called Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie. Shout out to Whitney for giving me this song. <laughs> but don't forget before we play this. You are listening to WLPNLP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, currently broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, and Little Village. My name is Emmanuel. My name is Emilio, and thank you. Adios, Thanks amigos. for listening.
Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at YolokaliArtsReach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the